Welcome to the Rough Love Podcast, where we watch Mark Ruffalo's movies. And sometimes we talk about him, and sometimes we don't. But what's it to you? We love Mark, and it sure is rough out here. This 2010 drama centers around the family of a lesbian couple, Nick and Jules, and their kids, Joni and Laser. Joni and Laser were conceived via sperm donor. <laughs> we can't stop laughing at the name Laser. Anyways, continuing on. <laughs> and as Joni has, has turned 18 and is getting ready to go to college, Laser convinces her to find their anonymous sperm donor. When he is invited into their lives, it tests the, fam- tests the family's seemingly rock-solid relationships in unexpected ways. The main characters of the movie are mm-hmm. the two moms, Nick mm-hmm. and Jules. Mm-hmm. Played by Julianne Moore and Annette Benning. Yes. And then the kids are Joni and Laser. Laser is Josh Hutchinson. Is it Hutchinson or Hutcherson? I always you know, mix it up. I have never bothered to actually Peter from Hummerger Games. The dude from Bridges to Terabithia. Yes, that bitch. Um, Classic. A classic. And Joni is the daughter, and that actress' name is Mia something with a W. I cannot pronounce her name. Nia, Mia Mike Wazowski. So. Mia Mike Wazowski. <laughs> yeah. And then the sperm donor Wazowska? named Paul is Mark Ruffalo. Mm-hmm. Just to get that out there because. Five main characters. Five main characters. But really, who is this movie about? Who's the main character to you? That's a great question. To me, the main characters... uh, I don't don't think it's about Paul. Okay. Like, he's very prevalent, obviously. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, this movie is not about that man. Who's the main character to you? I really want to know. It's Nick and Jules, I think, fairly... Well... I think Julianne Moore, Jules, is the main character. Really? I think she's, the story is, like, so centered around her. And, yeah, I guess. It follows her daily life more than it follows the kids at some point. Like, they they had their moments and their characters were pretty fleshed out. And Mm -hmm. they, we see them interact with Paul and we see them interact with their parents. But, yeah, when it comes down to it, it's about Jules. And second main character, Nick. Although we actually see much less of her daily life. We really only see her daily life as it pertains to the main plot line of the sperm donor. I think it's really about um, Jules and uh, Paul, to be honest. I think Mm -hmm. Paul is the other main character, even though, like, he's not... I mean, because we see more of his day-to-day life. Like you said, Mm -hmm. we see his job. We see him interact with other people. Mm -hmm. But Nick, we only see interact with the family and the one couple that they go out with you know yeah that's so true. i don't know that was my that was just my opinion and like right I away like, i like that interpretation yeah like right away based on the title and um like the first scene you think it's going to be all about the kids because mm-hmm. in the first scene it's like first of all opens with vampire weekend great 
opening it's a song. great soundtrack great score great soundtrack until the end but we'll get to that but the intro song it's great it's like skateboarding kids you know like ooh, like feeling like a teenager in summer like that's mm-hmm. what I felt like it took me back I felt happy there was mm-hmm. serotonin in my brain and then it jumps right to the sun laser doing coke mm-hmm. and I was like well that was a quick jump like yeah. why did we go there like, so quickly oh is this a coming of age situation exactly um almost 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 not quite not quite but um why is um josh hutchin and hutchinson why was he in every single movie from 2008 to 2013 yeah like he's in so many things and now where the fuck is he now he's gone he's doing re- i actually researched him fairly recently he's doing yeah. like random stuff there he has some upcoming things um but yeah where did he go after the hunger games i have no idea i feel like that's the last thing i saw him in was the hunger games Mm -hmm. but in like from 2008 2013 he was like in movie after movie after movie i mean journey to the center of the earth Mm -hmm. bridge to terabithia Mm -hmm. he was in all of the box office family-centered movies exactly i'm gonna pull somewhere up name a movie where josh hutcherson isn't in it honestly can't can't do it <laughs> you can't uh, uh zathura and speaking of that i think that vanessa hudgens is in the journey to the center of the earth too <laughs> um he's in that movie rv which is terrible with uh robin williams what you didn't like that movie i thought it was funny oh, i haven't seen it since i was a kid but i thought it was funny bad um kicking really? and screaming with will ferrell oh easy a he's in that movie he always has kid and teen face like he, does. he doesn't grow like i mean i mean i'm sure i would, could see him as an adult now but i feel like he's just always a teenager he very much has that face that's true yeah um i don't know i've never been a huge fan of his like i feel like he's pretty mid mm. what do you do you like him for him for me it's like it's a nostalgia thing he's like a familiar face i feel like he i feel like we grew up together <laughs> You know, <laughs> you kind of did, though. We kind of did, yeah. <laughs> he just exactly. doesn't know that you were there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I had never heard of this movie before. Really? Never heard of it. So um, I had heard of it. Yeah. Um, I remember watching the trailers when I was like twelve. I remember seeing the trailers. It had Oscar buzz. Like everybody was talking about how good this movie was, and I and this is because my parents watched a lot of like news and pop culture like centered news so mm-hmm. like I heard a lot about it and my parents are big movie people um I'm I feel like my parents must have watched this movie um but I remember seeing the trailer and being like oh that's like the first time I've ever seen a lesbian couple represented in film that I remember I thought this movie when I saw it on the list I thought it was this movie called Everybody's Fine. That it's kind of a similar name. The kids are all right. Everybody's fine. Yeah. But it came out like a year apart, and Everybody's Fine has Robert De Niro in it. And I feel like I kept waiting for Robert De Niro to show up, mm-hmm. and he doesn't show up in this. <laughs> this entire movie, you were waiting for Robert De Niro. Oh, this must have been so disappointing. <laughs> I was like, is he going to be like the grandpa? <laughs> 
where is he um no different movie it's called everybody's fine um but is it's Mark a... Ruffalo also in it no that's like oh <laughs> Drew Barrymore okay. Sam Rockwell no no Mark Ruffalo but uh, it was a little disappointing when I uh found out it wasn't that movie um but you know what you live and you learn um so but this was both of our first times watching it then what are well, your it first is... impressions oh yes um I mean I I enjoyed it I enjoyed the movie I definitely had some like laugh out louds mm-hmm. maybe because of awkward maybe just because it was funny um and then some really cringy moments too um but I did overall like it what about you I love this movie yeah yeah, I love this movie. I and maybe it has to do with lesbians. I don't know. I think it was just incredibly made. I love a slice. I love slice of life movies. Yeah, and um, I just thought that the music, the cinematography was done so well, and I just loved the natural dialogue and how they actually talked like real people. Mm-hmm. Um, and I loved the relationships um of the family members. Totally really wholesome. Yeah, I I mean, yeah, I really enjoyed it. it was rough <laughs> until it was R U F F rough. rough. Um, mm-hmm. uh, it was it did get really good ratings. So seven out of ten on IMDb, ninety two percent on Rotten Tomatoes, seventy five on Google. And honestly, it's surprising to see Rotten Tomatoes be the highest. To be honest, because I feel like it's usually the lowest. Yeah, for movies, because mm-hmm. for whatever reason, they're super critical <laughs> on Rotten Tomatoes. That being said, the movie is rated R um it was released july 30th 2010 and it was directed by lisa cholodenko who i wasn't familiar with any other movies that they have done i have not i have not heard of that person um but yeah it was rated r we we get to see a lot of a lot of stuff (laughs) oh my god (laughs) and i don't i don't i don't want to spoil it so maybe we could well maybe i do want to spoil it i don't know i mean the movie's 13 years old (laughs) <laughs> yeah no spo- <laughs> no you're right there's no spoilers for 13 year old movies mark ruffalo and julianne moore end up having an affair yes they um, fuck which is extremely which i think is a very interesting commentary on how mm-hmm. complicated human sexuality is absolutely um and anyways so we just get to see them have sex and it was he also has sex with someone else though too oh yeah with tanya this i don't remember the actress name but the beginning of the movie they have Mm -hmm. sex and i was like that's pretty early on in the movie and so it's like whoa they're just like really going to town you know you see full butt from mark ruffalo which we've we've seen it we know it we love it (laughs) we love that tushy it's adorable um but I felt like immediately at that point, I was like, that's a very graphic sex scene. And like, they're Extremely really graphic. showing what's going on. Like, not like, you know, from the face up or like mm-hmm. just someone's torso, you know? It's full. Well, I mean, from behind We're not the seeing couch, genitals. It's a very particular yes. angle that you still see a lot. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I don't that know was why I was surprised to see that i didn't i think i didn't know that it was rated r me neither <laughs> i was like where is robert de niro <laughs> that's not robert de niro's ass god i, I would know that ass anywhere <laughs> that wrinkly old touch yeah oh my god but yeah so i i really 
enjoyed it. I thought the characters were great. Um, let's talk about let's talk about Joni and Laser. Okay. Okay, yeah. Let's talk about the name Laser for a child. Let's talk yeah. about it. It's I felt never... like that was one of the downsides in the movie was the fact that the kid's name was Laser. Explained. Never. They explained why Joni is named after Joni Mitchell. And then <laughs> and then Laser's just like Here's what I said. Here's what I said while we were watching it. I was like, "Oh, that's so sweet that she's named after Joni Mitchell." Do you think that they named him after Major Laser? <laughs> well, so it was confusing because Nick said that she didn't even really like Joni Mitchell that much, and then Bernie's singing it at the table, and it was so hard to watch. Oh, the singing scene was so long. It was like so unnecessarily long. It was way too long. I want to like set the the scene though. Obviously, we heard the summary that these kids are searching for the mm-hmm. sperm donor. Yeah. Um. Paul's the sperm donor. Paul is like this restaurant guy. He's like far like farm to table mm-hmm. hippie. He he's owns kind of self righteous. He yeah. owns a lot of his own restaurant. He right? owns like a restaurant, and then he owns a farm that he like sources all of his mm-hmm. organic fruits yeah. and vegetables from, which is like pretty cool, honestly. It's actually very very cool very localized Um, they they really demonize him in this movie for like being such a hippie yes like oh like he's so into himself or whatever and i'm like actually i really don't see that agreed agreed and i think also like they like give talk shit on like composting and like doing like like eating organic locally sourced foods and i was like what (laughs) what's wrong with that she's a doctor shouldn't she know that that's good for you (laughs) yeah like, Nick's very... character is a doctor so she yeah. should she should be aware of like the benefits of eating local fruits and vegetables not only for the environment but for your body yes it's kind very we've come so far we've come in so 13 far. years yeah um so Paul mm-hmm. that's his thing and yes. he's also just like this free spirit he's he's mm-hmm. he's not into like relationships he like has like a fuck buddy like mm-hmm. he's cool then we have, like we talked about, Julianne Moore's character's name is Jules. We have Nick. Did you who... know that they're, what's their, do you know their last name? No. Because I just found it out on the what Wikipedia page. Their what last is name is All Good. So that's why the movie is called that? The kids are all right. Wait, the what? Kids... That's so, <laughs> why would they make their last name? A-L-L-G-O-O-D, All Good. I think it's supposed to be commentary on how they're they look like the perfect family, but they struggle just like everybody else. Okay, okay, maybe that's why they just didn't even mention it. You know, they're also like... I was wondering about the spelling because all right is not the spelling of all right. Yes, I know it's spelled A L L R I G H T, and they're two separate are, words. Like, are they conservative? Like, are they alt right? <laughs> I was worried about they came on. I was like, uh oh, <laughs> <laughs> what did we get ourselves into here? <laughs> um so yeah nick and jules lesbian couple mm-hmm. sperm donor in love for a while yes. sperm donor each one of them had conceived with the same sperm donor so the kids are half siblings yes what's going on in joni's life at the moment joni just graduated is- high school yes she is it's the summer before she moves away to college she is like a straight a student like very much like listens to her parents is is like honor roll like high achiever does what she's told doesn't really act out doesn't really seem to have like a lot of confidence 
mm-hmm. or just she like awareness of herself quiet. yeah she still has much to learn because she doesn't really put herself out there yes she, it sounds like there's this scene with her friends and her friend sasha who's Josh Mamet, who was in Girls, if you ever watched Girls. Hmm. Um, I really like her as an actress. She keeps commenting on, like, how basically um, Joni's, like, kind of a prude and, like, mm-hmm. so she's nervous. She she doesn't put herself out there. Her brother, <laughs> Laser, again, yes, his name is Laser. Mm-hmm. Um, he is, like, kind of acting out he's 15 he's kind of acting out he has this friend who's like a little shithead um, literally clay he's a shithead he, he's doing he has him do cocaine he's a bad influence they start clay and laser start wrestling in the living room of us apparently clay's family which yeah. is crazy that he has a family because all of his behavior kind of implies that he's neglected absolutely (laughs) like doesn't spend any time with him but apparently he has like a decent relationship with his dad they sort of like roughhousing or whatever and then i think that laser sees that and he's like oh man wish i had to have a dad yeah absolutely so that kind of is like yeah i i wonder how often kids of lesbian couples or same-sex couples period like do they do they just wonder curious like wise like is yeah. what would it be like to have like a dad or a mom or like like or do I can't imagine that like a lot of kids like actually like yearn like I mean I feel like it depends because a lot of kids which was single parents probably feel that way too you know if you only have like mm-hmm. a mom in your life or a dad in your life or whoever mm-hmm. one person mm-hmm. in your life yeah. you're gonna want to you're gonna wonder about what the other person would have been like in your life you yeah, know that's true I feel like that's just like it's like so common to only have one parent or to have you know mm-hmm. a same-sex parent yeah but of course you're gonna be curious about that right so seeing um Clay with his dad though kind of prompts Laser to talk to Joni about reaching out to their sperm their, their sperm, sperm papa um (laughs) daddy sperm big daddy that's worse (laughs) and since joni's 18 she can so she decides she is going to reach out she's hesitant at first and then decides she's going to she gets connected with paul and they decide all three of them will meet up paul and laser and joni unbeknownst to nick and jules to moms yeah which i think that joni feels particularly weird about i think that she voiced that she was worried that it would have like hurt their feelings yes and that kind of goes more along the lines of like this is like the first time she does something like really without their permission or like mm-hmm. you know without them knowing this is the start of her transformation after the <laughs> when they all meet it's like honestly i felt like that scene of them meeting for the first time it was so was real. So that's exactly what I wrote down. It was such a realistic interaction. It was like, so it awkward. Was, you could feel how uncomfortable it was. You could feel how like raw everybody felt and like trying yeah. to figure out how to talk to someone for the first time when you like, it's like a weird yeah, situation. Like, what questions do you ask? Like Paul's like, do you have any questions for me? Like Paul did so good. Like he asked 
I think like the right questions. Yeah. Like he's like, so like, what are you about? Do you have any questions for me? Like, yeah, he, he was, he, I think he did really well in that. Totally. Totally. I felt like, um, yeah, I felt like that scene was really realistic. It was like, you could, you felt uncomfortable for them. Oh yeah. And, um, you could feel like, like Paul trying to overcompensate a little bit for like the kids Mm -hmm. feeling uncomfortable. Um, then we find out that he is like a motorcycler and he has this sweet hog (laughs) (laughs) and and the kids reveal that their moms do not like motorcycles would not like them to be on one and i was like snaps to that motorcycles are awful no i was gonna ask your opinion on motorcycles yeah no i think they're awful yeah i think they're like just really dangerous um they're super dangerous i mean on like the road with people who already drive their cars like idiots why would you want to be on a smaller version of a car (laughs) with no room for error you get hit i feel like i would be down to drive a motorcycle down like a country road and just like by myself and be like literally no chance that any other vehicle would be there (laughs) i mean i wouldn't even go fast you know just like by myself though just be like yeah uh-huh kicking up dirt behind me like broom <laughs> yeah. broom bitch nothing but me in the open road smoking a cigarette you know yeah that somehow cool. on your motorcycle exactly yeah flip up the flap thing so that you can smoke it at the same time i don't <laughs> yeah, know that's, that's not something i fantasize about going five miles an hour yeah yeah you know that's not, i haven't fantasized about that that's for sure yeah <laughs> doesn't seem detailed at all so yeah yeah, he's a motorcyclist and Mm -hmm. it's interesting because even though laser really wanted to meet paul he doesn't seem super into it he's like oh he seems kind of full of himself which is so funny because nick feels the same way very strongly jules at the beginning a little bit too but then paul kind of rubs off on her literally no pun intended (laughs) yeah um and Joni really enjoyed meeting him and wants to pursue a really like a kind of more father figure relationship mm-hmm. yeah daughter relationship. yeah um and then after that we get a fun little sex scene between the moms um that was so <laughs> so great I don't know how much it <laughs> added to the story tbh um, yeah i appreciate the representation of lesbian sex and again how complicated human sexuality is because they're watching gay porn like gay man porn. male male gay porn yeah i thought that was an interesting choice to add that and like you know what i'm not gonna say that people don't do that but it was just it was interesting to put that into the movie i thought yeah maybe it had to establish that because they were like, oh, we haven't done that in a while. Like, to establish that their relationship had... Kind of hit a... Was kind of uh, rocky. It's kind of, they were in a little rut. Yes, Maybe exactly. they weren't being completely vulnerable and honest with each other. Yes, I agree. So, Laser's dickhead friend, Clay, is like, oh, we should see if your moms have some weed for us to smoke. And so they go through their, like, bedside table, which is like, even teenage kids should know you don't go through someone's bedside table you're gonna find stuff you don't want to see yep you know some of us know that from personal experience me a giant thing of chapstick it's this big 
yeah my lips are dry as fuck in the middle of the night and i wake up and i slather that all over my face tube of aquaphor you never know when you're gonna need it yeah Yeah. what else do i have in there jelly beans i don't know why just in case i have several scrunchies you just leave them there yeah fidget things Mm mm-hmm yeah among other things i'm sure we both have other things in there too my taxes <laughs> you, you never know when you're going to want to do your taxes in the middle of the night wake up at 3 a.m you're motivated they're right there there's my w2 perfect turbo tax but um clay finds the porn they put it on they're watching it together the mom like, i what like i want to know what they expected to see and also how they know that it was porn yeah was it labeled it was like a blank maybe they just assumed because teenagers can put two and two together because teenagers yeah clay played with their vibrator so and like waved it in blazer's face and that that is so foul so foul (laughs) mean-spirited this is gross too you don't do that it's your it's his mom no yeah both of them yeah it's gross and then so they put this DVD on and they mm-hmm. soon find out that it is gay man porn. They're like, do you think we should skip through? <laughs> do, you think, do you think we there's anything else going to happen? But then also you get to a few, you get, even though Clay nor Laser give the, these vibes, like you're also like, are they going to make out? <laughs> is there that tension here that we just haven't picked up on yet? Yeah. Because the parents had also worried, not worried, <laughs> had considered that maybe the clay and laser were in a relationship yes um and they were like we can handle that right we can handle that it should be easy for us because <laughs> we're lesbians yeah yeah but they also seem like kind of worried about it but they do because clay is an asshole clay is an asshole um but essentially they uh jules catches them watching the movie and then there's an awkward talking to with laser and he asks have- them <laughs> they're like do you have any He's like, they're like, do you want to talk about anything? Do you have anything you want to tell us? And he's like, I have a question. They're like, great, what is it? And he's like, why are you guys watching gay male porn? <laughs> like, well, it's just like about internalizing and externalizing like feelings. Sometimes like human yes. sexuality is so complicated. And um, I love that she's like, and in in female gay porn, they like, they usually just pick two straight actors. <laughs> At which point I was like, Hmm. Here's the funny thing. They picked two straight female actors to play a gay couple in this movie. Ding, ding, yeah. ding. The call is coming from inside the house. <laughs> it's like the in- inauthenticity. Like, mm. oh. And it's yeah, like, okay, that's a it. great commentary on lesbian porn um, that we could get into later. But you're absolutely right. Um, th- these roles, as great as these actors are, and yes. how much I really love them in the role, they should have been gay. This should have been gay people, yeah. (laughs) At which point it's revealed that the kids did see Paul and the moms were like kind of thrown by that. So they all decide to have dinner together so everyone can get to know everyone. Mm -hmm. Paul comes over to their house and it's like very awkward when the moms meet Paul, you know, because again. starts grilling him like. Yes who are you oh excuse me he's like he's like who are you like what do you do like why'd you drop out of college like why aren't you married (laughs) and it's very obvious that nick and jules are worried that this 
sperm daddy is going to overthrow them and as parents and that the kids are gonna get attached to him when Mm -hmm. um he doesn't really deserve it as Mm -hmm. a parent figure because they have been the parents the entire time um i would honestly be in the same boat i would be like why don't you like why am i not like enough like i get i would get the like curiosity and stuff like that but i would also really want to draw a boundary like this person is not your parent i can i get that i also think though it's like they don't give him the benefit of the doubt like they don't even really get oh yeah they're like they're like not very nice to him and they like don't really give him a chance to like explain himself like they give him that one dinner but like they don't take time to get to know him a little better and i think that you know it's like he donated his sperm so yeah maybe he's not like Mm -hmm. just the most qualified dad in the world i think that they were trying their best to be like open about it because like they want to like validate their kids like curiosity Mm -hmm. and interest in that um and for i don't know i really like nick and jules as parents and they have like their like difficulties and stuff like that but their intentions are really good and they seem to be like just like very understanding yeah people and they uh paul hires jules to be his landscaper because she started a new landscaping company and they are um she needs clients and he needs someone to do his landscaping so it's like kind of great for both of them yeah she he needed somebody to do his landscaping so she diddly does it um she comes over there and they are like going over some plans and talking about you know what she could do with the yard um like I could do it like Asian-y like minimalistic and I'm like why are we using that that adjective what it's not an adjective it's not a real adjective (laughs) anyways yeah you could use different Asia is huge what are you talking about (laughs) which part what's minimal yeah yeah what does minimal a little more specific Julianne please yeah I could do like maximalism what what word did she use for like just like very Uh, like fessant Oh, fescent. 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 Which is a word I had never heard before. Me neither. Which means fertile. I was like, pheasant? Like the bird? Like the bird. Um, That's definitely an SAT word. I didn't do good on the SATs, so that really shows you. You need no to study. Addies. You need to study. <laughs> <laughs> that seems more like a GRE kind of word to me. <laughs> uh, one of my favorite scenes was... um when uh paul is trying to get closer to laser and so he hangs out with him and clay and clay is jumping off the roof of a fucking the worst building scene in the movie so i bad. loved it i loved it <laughs> oh he's... i laughed oh i laughed really hard <laughs> he's like okay. jumping off jumping off trying to land on his skateboard which like there's like a one percent chance you'd be able to do that <laughs> yeah yeah and you'd have to be tony hawk <laughs> yeah yeah um so he's like he's like quit being such a chotch and just hold the camera <laughs> does he say that or did he say chode he I think he said chotch what is a chotch i don't know i don't know but okay so yeah laser is holding this like digital camera it's like 2010 really, yes 2010 digital video camera 
Um, <laughs> Paul, for, for some reason, Paul's there. He's like kind right of there. covering his he's eyes. Like, he's kind of like, oh, this is a bad idea, but like, I have no authority here. Um, and then Clay is on a roof trying to jump over a dumpster onto his skateboard. And mm-hmm. surprise, surprise, he breaks his arm. Shit. He breaks his arm. Shit breaks his arm. Yeah. I think he was on drugs. Probably. Um, but this is when Paul kind of starts doing like some parenting. And he's like, yeah. this kid isn't good to hang out with. He says this like to that. Laser. And Laser gets kind of annoyed and, you know, frustrated with him for that. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the affair. Oh my God. Yeah. It's First, so we can awkward. see inklings of an emotional affair. There is an mm-hmm. emotional connection. Mm-hmm. Paul is giving um, Jules more attention than she seems to get at home um, from now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and uh, their first kiss is so awkward. Yeah. Very She's strange. like getting ready to leave and they just like really rush this kiss and mm-hmm. um throughout this affair they keep saying like oh like we can't do this we can't keep doing this and then you know it like, like just don't flashes to them doing it you know um yeah interesting very 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 rough r-u-f-f rough rough sex yes exactly so uh like pushing his face into a pillow yeah He's, like laughing those sex that, scenes I thought, were so I thought, graphic they were so graphic <laughs> They're like so real though too i know i was gonna say they're so real of like how people really do like react to like surprising things and it's also (laughs) like not like a big fake orgasm thing you know like really slow like sensual you know like they're both just trying to get off and get it over with yeah (laughs) you know yeah it's a very it's a very um realistic middle-aged like it was funny i loved it honestly feral and they get interrupted by jules's employee who's just trying to do his job outside he's just trying to landscape mad at him i felt so bad for that guy he was so sweet yeah and she's like you know you know yeah yeah poor guy he does end up getting fired um which is a bummer accuses him of having a drug problem just because he like blows his nose a lot i'm like on what grounds He's like, I have allergies. She's like, why are you a gardener? He's like, because I love the flowers. (laughs) So pure. So So pure. So sweet. She's just like, well, fuck you. Yeah. She's like, you're fired. I'll pay you through the end of the day and then you're out of here. And I was like, oh my God, this poor guy. Yeah. But we have to talk about my favorite line in the whole movie. It is when um, evidently we knew this was coming, but um, Joni is on the motorcycle with Paul after they've been hanging out, doing some gardening. He drives her home on the motorcycle, which like on bad on his part because he knew that they wouldn't like that. She knew that they wouldn't like that. So obviously Nick gets, you know, defensive of her child. Um, I would be so pissed. Not at the kid. I'd be I mean, pissed at Paul. I'd be pissed at Paul too, but also I totally see Joni's opinion. Like she is an adult. She is 18 years old. And yes. like, like it, it is frustrating when you're just trying to like make decisions on your own. And you feel like your parents are like hovering over everything you're doing. Yeah, totally. Um, 
at some point you have and to and then they swing the other way and they're like well fuck you i'm gonna do like the most dangerous thing that i can exactly exactly paul tries to offer some parenting advice to nick and what she says in return is i need your opinion like i need a dick in my ass <laughs> i just felt like it was so unnecessary that line that was so funny it was yeah it was kind of jarring like the tone like like switched so far left but like so while we're on the topic of favorite quotes my favorite quote is when um paul's on the phone with Joni for the first time and um (laughs) he doesn't understand he doesn't understand how she has two moms until she's like they're gay and he's like oh i love lesbians and then like makes a face like why did i just say that but that's my favorite um line in the movie my other favorite line well in that one though Joni just says she says like gay (laughs) like gay like like gay yeah you know you know what that is right yeah yeah like gay anyways your other favorite line I I love lesbians um my other favorite line and because of the way that Julianne Moore delivered it more than anything was do you like patios (laughs) but we learned that um Nick kind of pressured Jules into quitting the workforce while the kids were young Mm-hmm. and that's um, kind and of like a, a point of animosity for them yeah mm-hmm. um, I know Jules is actually trying to start her own business mm-hmm. and N- Nick she interprets Nick's behavior as um wanting control mm-hmm. and wanting to keep control and um well but also at the same time Jules suggests that Nick that Nick is critical of laser because of how similar laser is to jewels mm-hmm. and that he doesn't he doesn't have any directions in life um he's wasting his potential or whatever which it sounds like he's doing pretty all right except for like experimenting experimenting with drugs and having like one shitty friend yeah um, who but, like, he, he does, does and stuff he does kind of break up with his friend though you know he like the friends being again a fucking dickhead trying to pee on a dog that and insane. and then laser's like no you suck dude bye in in that scene you just see how like fucked up clay's life is and i almost feel bad for him he has a cardboard cast for his broken arm he made his own cast it sucks plus his parents didn't make him go to the hospital that's a cps report i'm sure that he didn't tell them to be honest you know how do they not know yeah he just started wearing a cardboard cast and he's like i'm just expressing myself yeah I don't know what to tell you I don't know Nick kind of realizes that she's being cold and aloof and pushing away Jules and so and the kids and she's like I want to make an effort to get to know Paul um and so they all go over to Paul's house and they have a dinner and this is when she finds out that they are having an affair because she finds red hair a red hair ring literally in Mm -hmm. the the shower in his bed on the hairbrush she noticed first she notices it in the hairbrush Mm -hmm. and then she starts sticking yes and um things just kind of start to deteriorate from there obviously they get in a big fight but the kids find out and so the kids are pushing away jules they're pushing away paul Mm -hmm. and you know it's just like it's really tense obviously it would be super difficult for them to go through and then we start to see less and less of Paul as the movie continues, mm-hmm. which I think like, like my, from my perspective, like 
reaffirms that this movie is not about Paul and he becomes less and less important actually yeah as the story goes on yeah he brought things to the surface he was he was a plot device (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah like he was he was important um until he wasn't Mm -hmm. yeah which I think reflects really well how how you know these kind of like alternative quote-unquote families like kind of work like the like the sperm donor or like some like that random person like comes into their life but like at the end of the day like you have your family and like your family who raised you and then like that's more important and like he was a side quest it was just a side bitch it doesn't even matter side bitch (laughs) a sperm daddy yeah exactly now you're embracing it thank you oh my gosh it only took this grudgingly um essentially we won't we won't spoil the ending too much but um you know Joni goes away to college and i thought we were um spoiling things because it's a fine 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 the kids are all right they're all right in the end yes (laughs) they're alt right (laughs) they're not alt right um do you think she was going to stanford because they said they were doing a six-hour drive from LA. it looked like stanford the halls looked like stanford yeah it totally looked like stanford um which i I only went to visit a friend i would never visit otherwise never you know fuck stanford okay well it's too hoity-toity for me it's a beautiful campus though we'll say yeah great campus uh she goes and it was in high school musical three yeah thanks gabriella that's what i know stanford for well, you know, that's a really good movie. Another Vanessa Hudgens movie. Another Vanessa Hudgens connection. <laughs> what a queen, except for she's she's kind of problematic. <laughs> Anyways. Is she? We'll talk later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is an offline discussion. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, Jodi goes away to school and like, she's like, you know what? It's like, she has this like moment of just like where we see her face and you know that the kids are going to be all right. She's going to be mm-hmm. all right lasers like you guys shouldn't break up you guys should be together to his moms and they're like all right okay essentially yeah well, we'll it, but he out. says you're too old and they just start <laughs> laughing and you just see that the like uh the nick extends an olive branch mm-hmm. of a handhold mm-hmm. to Jules you know they're gonna make it work you just know and then you just don't see paul again because it wasn't yeah. about him it wasn't i kind of liked that but i also felt like it was a very rushed ending well, it wasn't rush. It rushed, rushedly made. It was. Made. This goes so well into the first little fact of mm-hmm. the movie was filmed in twenty three days. That's insane. That's so fast. And the creators rushed through post production because they thought if it finished in time for Sundance, that would be great. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was actually admitted after the deadline of Sundance, but it ended up being um, one of the breakthrough hits of the festival. And Hell Mark yeah. Ruffalo only recorded for five days. Of those 23 days, he did all of his stuff in five days. That's wild. Yeah. That's how good he is. He was like, <laughs> one take, I'm done. Yeah. You got yeah, it. You got it. I don't it. need it. He's like, we need to do the sex scene once because I'm that good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My last little fact is um paul's restaurant is named and this is not brought up in the movie only found this on imdb the name is w y 
S-I-W-Y-G. A common abbreviation. Common where? For what yeah, you what? see what you On get. AIM Messenger in 2002? <laughs> what you see is what you get. I want to get into hunkier or hulkier now. Um, I think it's pretty easy. Yeah, he's hunky. Someone. He's hunky. He's super hot in this movie. Extremely good looking. His, he has a lot of shirts that are like unbuttoned and we just see a lot of chest and his hairy chest. I love it. I can't say it yeah. enough. Yeah. He's super hot in this role. Yeah, definitely hunky. Yeah. Um, and no Marvel connections in this movie. I know. Tragic. I know. I know. I but don't really... you worry because yes. where there are not Marvel connections, there are Twilight connections. <laughs> Carter Burwell scored the film of this movie and also did Twilight. Wow. Two very different movies. I'm going to start my own bit where I connect every <laughs> Ruffalo movie to back to Twilight. I love that. Because yes. for me, everything is watched, understood, comprehended from the lens of Twilight. Everything loops back. Yeah. You know, I we've talked about this before. I haven't watched Twilight um, since I was, you know, a teen. Which is a shame. I I have it illegally downloaded on my oh no I don't <laughs> no I don't no I don't um, um I'll bring my DVD set um over to your house one time and we will watch it let's on my do DVD it. legally acquired set my legally thank you so much to uh Paramount or MGM or Fox it was Summit or... Entertainment you fucking in 10 years 12 years so how would i fucking know that josie i have watched it more times this year than i have cumulatively <laughs> like oh in God. any other previous time yeah i've seen enough stuff i watched on one twilight movie a month oh my god i i have seen enough stuff on tiktok as of late that i feel like i've rewatched them all lately because mm-hmm. there's so much haven't. tiktok content yeah yes, you're right there's I a lot of tiktok content but it's not the same Maybe I'll make Jeremy watch it with me. He's I don't think he's ever seen them. So what you have to understand, and we're getting off on a tangent, but what you have to understand about Twilight is that okay. you cannot watch it and 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 want it to be a great movie. It is a bad movie, but it is so good. <laughs> In the same way that Mirror Mirror Two is. <laughs> no, no, that's different. No, that's different. Because Twilight is. Oh, it's a full body experience. Okay, all right. Uh, yeah, I can respect that, I think. <laughs> because individually, like, everything is great in Twilight, but the way that it comes together is so strange. Mm, okay, all right. But also, Catherine Hardwick just did a great job with that. Anyways, that's a, that's a tangent. Here, I can bring us back. Uh, I have the time from the movie. He oh, was perfect. in the movie for 48 minutes and 26 seconds. Is that the longest? No, the longest was he was in Zodiac for 60 minutes. Oh, duh. Zodiac. Thank <laughs> you. Um, okay, favorite character. Um, I get so I I I had a trouble I had tr- a hard time answering these questions of like favorite fuck ass character mm-hmm. and least favorite. Um because they're just all so complicated, but also we didn't talk about very we didn't talk very much about the fuck ass character that i chose oh let's hear it um which was her, apparently her name is brooke i guess i missed that she's the lady who comes in with the strawberries and the cucumbers and it's like oh paul don't you like 
love these like look at these cute or whatever <laughs> they look delicious the one with the dreads yeah um she is the fuck ass character okay um yeah Oh, but Bro. my favorite character is wait, wait, let the me gardener that got fired. Oh, sorry. <laughs> He's fine, too. <laughs> He's okay, so sorry, pure. Okay, um, sorry. Cut, you fuck, do your fuck ass. My fuck ass character is Sasha's pro- I was going to say probably Sasha because mm-hmm. she's like, like she gets slut shamed a little bit. And mm-hmm. I feel like that's not fair, you know? Yeah, but um, she was also being extremely insensitive. <laughs> she was, but as someone who was like a horny teen, I so true. it sucks to be slut shaped. <laughs> well, some of us, um, some of us were horny teens, but we just we just put that outlet into loving Twilight. Bam, back again. <laughs> <laughs> so some of us don't have to make other people uncomfortable. Oh we can God. just make ourselves uncomfortable. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Um. Anyways, I'm gonna go with Sasha as my favorite fuck as my fuck ass character. Um. Uh, favorite okay. character. We both liked the gardener whose name I think was Luis. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think they mentioned his name once. And I think it's Luis. Um. And he was just like so pure and so sweet, and he just wanted yeah. to garden and like I, I respect that. He just I respect wanted to work. It. Yeah, he's a good man. That was fucked up. She's fucked up. Um, my least favorite character was Clay because he uses yeah. the F slur and yeah. he tried to pee on a dog. Yeah. That sucks. Least favorite character. Yep. My least favorite character was also Clay. He sucked. If he wasn't gonna be the fuck ass character, he was gonna be the least favorite. Um, but I do want to notably say that I think I think Julianne Moore is an incredible actor. Um oh everything she does I, is yeah, so I, great. She's but it was like truly a pleasure to see her and Mark Ruffalo like together interacting mm-hmm. like they so they're both such great actors and I just felt like it was like the scenes where it was the two of them and they were like having this complicated affair where there's like so much emotion going into it it was like you could see it on their faces they didn't have to really even say it you know it was just like mm-hmm. so beautiful yeah and like fucked up and like complicated mm-hmm. yeah and they like made each other laugh and I think that they both served a purpose for the other's life like we didn't mention this but I think that that affair for Paul Mm -hmm. and also like this whole like discovering like his biological children like he like really realized that he wanted a family um and that's kind of that's kind of beautiful he he was like I think I'm falling for you and she was like I'm a lesbian (laughs) (laughs) that's not gonna happen yeah god (laughs) Jesus Paul, you fucking um, idiot. <laughs> yeah. So he, so this like affair served a purpose in like the growth of them, which is, mm-hmm. I don't love to think about that, like in, because cheating is like, I think so gross. Um, but like, n- then she realized like she should be working on her marriage, mm-hmm. not totally. anything else. I agree. I, I agree with what you're saying. Did I get to say my favorite character? Oh, did you? I don't know. I don't know. No, Luis, right? My favorite characters were Nick and Joni. Oh, not actually Luis, the gardener. Oh, wait. I had... You could have you could have Nick and Joni, I had multiple. Too. It was Luis, and then it's also <laughs> Nick and Joni. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, was, I really related to Nick the type a like just like a little bit anxious all the time um and 
oh god what else did she oh I really liked her line when she was talking to Paul when Paul came over to try to like fix things after everybody discovered about the affair and she's like if you want a family go get one like don't fuck up mine go <laughs> like, make whatever. one she said make a oh family. yeah go make yeah one. go make one you obviously can you have the sperm for it <laughs> you got the sperm for it yeah um yeah okay let's rate it so this this is my favorite movie it goes above mirror mirror too oh my god it goes above everything 13 going on 30 because 13 yeah. going on 30 is your number one. Oh, that's crazy i don't remember that yeah i would say mm, yeah i'm gonna put it above 13 going on 30 because overall it was just like I think it's just like such a great just such a great movie all around 13 going on 30 i don't know they're apples and oranges they serve different purposes but this movie made me like cry a little bit and that doesn't happen a lot yeah oh i'm so glad you enjoyed it so much yeah um i don't want to dash your like love of it but for me it it was not in my top uh four it was my fifth favorite that we watched. It's not for everybody. Yeah, no, I really enjoyed the movie. But mm-hmm. um, 13 Going at 30, Eternal Sunshine, You Can Count on Me, Zodiac, and then The Kids Are All Right for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really enjoyed it. And I would give it like like an 8.9 out of 10. Yes. I thought the soundtrack was great. I thought it was like, it, it was like funny but it was like also like we said so real and like the mm-hmm. acting was really good even the kids did a really good job mm-hmm. um sometimes kids can kind of screw up the acting yeah but it was all just like very natural yeah i think my only downside was that robert de niro wasn't in the movie <laughs> <laughs> yeah i could see how that could be disappointing for you i'm sorry what would about you that. what would you rate it um well what should we rate it out of Oh, I already just did it out of 10. Let's do something else, though. Um, Cucumbers. <laughs> it's not giving my nose. <laughs> <laughs> How many cucumbers? Um, <laughs> I will give it, like, 9 out of 10 cucumbers. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And that's only because, like, Twilight is 10 out of 10 <laughs> cucumbers. Because <laughs> the bar is just too high. Honestly. Yeah again everything i everything i am and do it's you through the ones of twilight how does vanessa hudgens relate to twilight that's my only question you know like oh, god she huh. doesn't you figure it out and you get back to me um yeah <laughs> i'll get back to you i'm like uh, wait <laughs> why do we have to connect to vanessa hudgens because that i'm wearing her jumpsuit josie <laughs> i'm wearing the Fabletics Vanessa Hudgens line. Okay. Doi. <laughs> um, your last thing on here. What does the title mean? The all kids right are all Logan. right. Were the kids like they were completely right, as in correct? Mm-hmm. They were correct for. They all came from the right ovary. You know that could be another way to look at that. Um. <laughs> But since you said their name is all good, I feel like I didn't know that. I feel like it like is so much punnier mm-hmm. the name. Right. I also felt that, but I'm like, but good and right, that's not. Those aren't like 
like those are two different like it's not the they're not the opposite of each other right yeah yeah I just feel like it was trying to be like it, it would have made more sense I feel like if they mentioned the last name at all in the movie they must have at some point right no we just missed did it not. I no way no okay no way well, the only person who knows is Wikipedia god bless and probably the script you know mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah the script oh my gosh wow well we maybe shouldn't have recorded this um so late at night because i feel like we're both so sleepy let's cut together all of our yawns (laughs) let's put one long audio at the end he's like (laughs) (laughs) i yawned i yawned every day for us Videos are so funny. They make me laugh so hard. <laughs> I'm crying. I'm so tired. Okay. <laughs> you guys, thank you so much for supporting Rough Love through one season. With your support, we have started a second season. We truly <laughs> would not be where we are without all of our fans. And yes. You know what? We love you guys so much. We love our ruffians so much. Oh my god, that's a really great name. Have you come up with that before? Did I know that? I. You know what? We'll never know. That's the great thing about it. I feel so out of the loop.